This season on Made Up Murder, the Improvised Murder Mystery Podcast. Alma, Mater, Murder? Made Up, Made Up, Murder. Oh my god, guys, JD was murdered. He was smushed by his own penis sculpture. And next to the body, I found this. It's some kind of novel that's a thinly fictionalized version of you guys and all about all the horrible things you did in high school. Okay, I'm going to go call the cops, but you guys can keep this book safe, right? Thanks. Oh, no. JD's dead? What? You think we would have heard a giant penis sculpture fall down? Yeah, that's not something that just goes quietly. His dirt-laden body probably cushioned the blow, and it fell as if it was just dropping into flour. God, you're right. He wrote a book about us guys. Well, maybe someone can turn him into a statue now. What are you, are you are you saying you would like to do that? No, I'm I'm This it's is a lot to be it's a lot of past. death for you in the past week, I know, Pete. I know. It's a very rough week. God. I don't mean to make this about me. Yes, you do. But a book about us. You Celestia. You are not remaking his secrets book out of money. You can't be oh. happy about that. You can't be happy about every single thing that happened in high school going out to everyone else. It's it's personal stuff, I'm sure. I mean, can we see it? I mean, there's no one by the body, right? Well, people will be talking about things that happened in high school again, right? If they read it, they'll they'll remember as if it's as, as if it's happening again and as if high school never ended. But you what can't if, relive high school, Celeste. But what if we can rewrite high school? What if we can get the book and make changes to it? You want to edit a dead man's manuscript? Yes, of course I do. I say, why don't we just crack this baby open and see where that brings us. Uh, Chapter one, (laughs) Celeste Shop Talkington. Uh, All about me. Interesting. Let's dive in. (laughs) (laughs) Celeste, after my dog died, you gave me the nickname Loose Meat. Oh. Oh, well, I don't know. I wanted you to remember your dog in a different form because when he was preserved by that horrible JD... His meat was very tight. <laughs> I th- what? It was a- <laughs> he was, I mean, I don't know. He was dipped into a vat of plastic and then it, there's no movement inside. I'm, it was just very tight meat and I wanted you to remember him loosely. That's a stretch. Uh, so- yeah. <laughs> at, at best, it's a stretch. I mean- My mind is a whirling maze of whirligigs. I mean, all throughout high school, the other girls called me meat, and I thought it was a compliment. I didn't realize it was um, derogatory. It wasn't derogatory. It was meant to turn things around, get people to look at you differently, not remembering your plastic-encased dog, but remembering you for a wilder sense. I don't know. Things had gotten pretty bad for you. Did you enjoy the sex? You never answered. (laughs) Oh, my God. Fine, yes, of course I did. (laughs) She was... Her touch was light, but also hard. Yes, she was hard. It was... An ultimate sensory experience. (laughs) Celeste, did you ever refer to Pete as loose meat with Rebecca? (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
I would say. Use it in a sentence. Uh, touch me with your tight, soft, hard touch. So much tighter than your loose meat husband. <laughs> and then she wouldn't really know what I was talking about because she had met you in college, so then I would get out the yearbook into the three-page spread I had done for your tight meat dog. Thank you. Let's turn the page. Chapter two. Charlie. Charlie Parks. Oh, God. Oh, no. This is very upsetting. <laughs> you gave my brother a hand job. The brother I have not mentioned because he absconded with half of the family fortune. Yep. I didn't think that was much of a secret. I mean... Did you know? Of course. I thought everyone knew. I'm Maybe everyone but you. Charlie, explain yourself. I mean, I did my best to keep it from you. It was kind of a moment of weakness for me. Uh, I was drunk at a party, and your brother was there, and I just hated you so much. <laughs> it was more of like a like a revenge hand job, you know? Mm. And then I felt bad afterwards, so I was like, maybe I just won't tell her, but I'm gonna tell everybody else and tell them not to tell you. So. Ugh. To be honest, I'm not that sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, Celeste. I'm sorry a revenge hand job versus a revenge affair with someone's wife. That's but brought he you was down. my brother. I never saw him again after he left, and he... And I remember he was boarding the plane and actually helicopter. It was like foot, 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 yes, foot. And he was, he was getting on and he said, I've got something to tell you. And then it flew away and I never spoke to him again. And I wonder, he, he did perish in that crash almost immediately after it took off. It was right into the top of the hangar. <laughs> Just bounced right back down. <laughs> So your, your brother died horrifically in front of you, and his last words to you were, Charlie gave me a revenge hand job. I think they he were, couldn't I get them out to tell you. <laughs> and then immediate ricochet off the top of the hangar. Bounce back down. It's really a miracle I survived. To be perfectly honest, that's not dissimilar to how the, <laughs> that's not dissimilar to how the hand job went either. <laughs> Just a, a ricochet <laughs> off the ceiling and then a ball of fire. I'm very yes. upset. And started with, I have something to tell you. <laughs> I have something to tell you. That was his opening line, yes. <laughs> what was he going to tell you? I don't know. We never got there. Oh. Chapter three. <laughs> Shall we? Pete Cullen. Oh, God. It says here that you guys were on a road trip to Mesa, Arizona, and you thought you hit a guy, but you weren't sure if he was dead, but JD told you you had to keep it a secret. But then he told everyone else that you did it. Murder. You murdered someone in Mesa, Arizona? We were on our way to one of JD's art installations at Joshua Tree. 
And uh, coming from where? <laughs> Geography has never been Pete's strong point. <laughs> you took a long loop around the U.S. <laughs> from West Orange, we all know where West Orange is. So you went, you went to Mesa, Arizona, to go to Joshua Tree. Yes. And this was before he made a sculpture out of your dead dog, and you murdered somebody. <laughs> Perhaps. It appears that you weren't sure if he was dead before. No. He was dead before. And What? He was... <laughs> well, no, I mean, he was dead after we hit him. I thought <gasps> you meant you weren't sure if... Oh, I see what you're saying. He was dead from the accident itself. Um, he became one of JD's sculptures. Oh. I thought... <laughs> Pete, I have to say, I'm a big believer in the power of positive thinking, but you are surrounded by a lot of death. I do not disagree. Do you ever feel like maybe you've brought that all upon yourself? (laughs) Did the authorities ever find the body? I feel like I have brought this upon. You didn't answer my question. Yes, yes, I realized that. Maybe the universe is conspiring against me for... The wealth of popularity gave me in high school. Is this part of the basketball. reason that you started drinking and you blew out your ACL? Pete, have you uh, been holding all of this in for so long? Is is that why you murdered him? <gasps> he has a history of murder. There's only okay, so okay, much murder that can happen around you before it starts seeming like you did it. I, I agree. He's Angela Lansbury in this conversation. He's definitely the murderer. JD and I were having a pleasant conversation. We were actually... I was sure you were about to say an affair. <laughs> With all of the... A torrid it, affair in Mesa, Arizona. Mesa, Arizona. That's why you went there. We even were though it's out of the way to Joshua Tree. <laughs> you wanted to go where nobody knew your faces. Mesa is a well-known gay hotspot. <laughs> yes, I did not love my wife. That is true, okay? Well then, what? <laughs> Pete! You shouldn't have me feeling so bad about my tour affair with Rebecca. It doesn't mean that I approve of it. I just mean it makes it easier to digest. Oh, you just want something that, wait, you just want to be wanted by something. I think that's what that is. Yes, it could be a small toy poodle mitzfield. Okay. You've never forgiven him for that. Look, maybe it wasn't me, okay? Wow. Coming out real strong with the defense there. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It could have been, uh, Madison. I mean, you seem as, like, awfully torn apart. I know that this colonization to Mars also had a musical aspect to it. You want to be the top-selling artist on Mars. Of course. I mean, Mars is a great place to start a new music scene. You know the next page of this Manuscript is about Madison. It says she spoiled Harry Potter book six for JD. She told him that Dumbledore dies. You're right, I did it. I did. I spoiled Harry Potter for him and I don't even feel bad about it. He should have read the books as they were coming out. That's his own fault. You read with the speed of nothing I've ever seen. We all got the book on the same day. You finished it in a half hour. And yes. then speed reading is one of my many skills. 
immediately screamed out, Dumbledore dies. The Half-Blood Prince is Snape. I think that was the sixth book. Those were the top Those points. Those were the top points. <laughs> One of the twins dies. I ruined everything. That was in book seven. But you somehow knew because you're such a fucking overachiever. I won't apologize for that. Why not? For ruining Harry Potter? That is a terrible thing to do. It's base literature at best. <gasps> oh. God, I hate you. I didn't read the Harry Potter books. Oh, you were too busy playing basketball yes, yes. and mourning your dead dog. That's enough from you, Celeste. I'm sorry. I'm just riled up because JD is dead. He's under his statue. Oh my God, guys, I have news about JD's murder. Apparently the person who killed him was in the men's bathroom earlier. I think I saw some of you guys in there. Thank you for listening to Made Up Murder, featuring Kelly Nugent as Celeste, Patrick Ellers as JD, Raymond Liu as Pete, Vanessa Singleton as Madison, and Jen Kleinrock as Charlie. Special thanks to Kelly Nugent, who produced and edited the episodes. My name is Ryan Mogi, and I directed the show and created this earworm. Coming your way in three, two, one. Made up, made up murder. The only kind of murder that's ever good is made up, made up murder.